Hello guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Lava de Dijones. We are very happy to have you here on another Friday. We hope also that you had enjoyed a lot our previous episode, that if you haven't listened to it, we really, really but seriously suggest you to go now to Spotify, iTunes, or YouTube, and you can listen to Pau Marin, which is a really nice friend, and our first guest. So yeah. And also, we're going to say hi to my dear and beloved girlfriend that is on the other side of the planet. Baby, welcome, and how are you? Hello, everyone. I'm fine, my love. And also, I would like to encourage you, if you really didn't listen to the last week's episode, to go, because Pau gave really good advices for life. I know we have enjoyed recording the episode. Um, so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed or like listening or if you still didn't i hope you enjoy listening to last week's episode and how are you my love today i'm fine thank you very chill everything is going amazing thank you for asking i'm very happy once again and now talking to all of you guys that you are listening currently right now to to us to sam and me we are happy to welcome back to another episode today's episode and this week's episode is interesting it's actually very interesting it's important in something that we all face not only if we are in a long distance relationship but also like the first time that we get a couple it's something at some point we all are gonna have to address so it's very interesting to talk about it we are gonna share our experiences because today we're gonna talk about uh, the issues and situations we can live whenever we meet our couple's families for the first time what do they think about your couple of course and in our case in you know like other people that are in a long distance and international couple sometimes why not language language difference so we're gonna start with this babe Yes, um, today we're going to talk about basically how it was when we met each other's families the first time. We're going to share a bit of our experience and um, how it was also when we told our families that we have a couple that is from different country, different culture, different religion. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, their reactions were fine. But anyways, um, you're going to hear the story. And as Felipe said, also, um, our struggles with language, because of course, I mean, with each other, we communicate in English, but our families, not every one of them, I mean, not all of them speak English. So sometimes we have, we have, we struggle a bit, but it's manageable. Yeah, we, we can still work with it. It's manageable, as Sam said. And we're going to start actually with the first question. That is, how do we feel doing everyday activities being in a foreign country? This is going towards the, the idea when we are, for example, that I'm in Slovenia or Sam is here in Mexico. And mainly when we are alone. You know, that we are not with each other because we know, of course, that if we are together, we go out dinner, we go out somewhere, the other person is going to translate, is going to order all the stuff. But what happens when we are alone by ourselves? What do we do and how do we feel? How do you feel when you come here in Mexico and I'm not around to translate stuff? That it's actually very important to clarify that that some actually she she does understand Spanish pretty well. The thing is, like, she's a bit shy about speaking it. 
Yes, I'm, I'm a bit shy to speak Spanish, but if I really, really have to, then I, you know, I put my effort to speak to speak Spanish. But the thing is, like, first I'm going to talk about the airport, because that's mainly when, when I'm alone, of course, traveling. And the thing is, I don't know what it is with Mexico City's airport, but whoever you ask there, do you speak English? They're like, no. And then you have me trying to speak Spanish. And if you've ever been to Mexico City's airport, you know it's a mess. Um, also, all like um, the things where, sh where they show you where to go, it's messed up and everything is basically a mess. So I'm always struggling to find like the gate or the check-in or the security. And yeah, I'm just like, in those moments, I feel a little bit like hopeless because I'm tired and whoever I'm, I ask, you know, if they, let's say, speak English, they're like, no. And I'm like, but why? And then I'm trying to explain with my Spanish and they're like looking at me with the face like, okay, girl, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh my God, losing all my mind. But eventually, I I managed somehow to communicate. Um, so yeah, it, it it struggles sometimes. And also, let's say I'm alone in in the house whenever Felipe is at work and his parents as well. Um, there is a thing with Mexicans that every every day someone rings at the door selling something. <laughs> And then, horrible i know <laughs> we live with that and it's horrible yeah and then it always happens when i'm when i'm alone and then they ring and i go to the to the window of the of the kitchen you know and i and then they tell me whatever they sell and i'm like oh no no thank you not today and then they start oh but when when is um the senora or is gonna be home meaning like felipe's mom and i'm like I don't know and then like they, they're trying to communicate with me and I'm like please don't because like I don't know how to you know yeah it's just a mess but I'm getting there no of course it's a mess now imagine I'm actually I'm super grateful that that doesn't happen in Europe because imagine if she struggles and still she understands Spanish now imagine if that for some reason happened in Slovenia that people used to yeah, well, actually, there's a guy that we, we call it the crumpier guy, so the potato <laughs> guy. There's a guy that comes to Sam's door. <laughs> and he's selling potatoes. And I'm always kidding that, oh, next time that we're together, I'm gonna answer the guy. Because he always, always offers potatoes to them, but they never buy. And I'm like, next time I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer to him. But I mean, it's a joke. Of course not, because I, I just can't communicate in Slovenia. It's so hard. But I'm super, super grateful that that doesn't happen in Slovenia because I will literally freak out. Because whenever, for example, me, I mean, thanks God, the times that I've been in Slovenia, it's been always with Sam and Sam has been always around me. But guys, Slovenia is so, so hard, so different than Spanish. You get only couple of, couples of words, but basically nothing. I mean, 
now I can understand a bit because Sam has been teaching me. But in the beginning, it was like, no, seriously, dude, I, I just wouldn't be able to, to do it by myself. Here is like a, a whole and different language that I wouldn't be able to be by myself. No, yeah, I understand. But I feel like you would do a good job if you went grocery shopping to tiny mercator uh, or spar alone because you do know numbers, you do know how to say hello and if the lady at the cashier desk tells you, oh, it's, let's say, 11 euros 50 in Slovenian, you would know, you know. But for... If, oh, no, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But if there was a situation, as you said, with the guy that sells potato, by the way, he's a farmer that has his, you know, farm, and, of course, he has potatoes. That's why he goes around and sells to people. And let's say I'm not home, then... He rings and you're like, okay, what do I do? Because you don't even understand what he tells <laughs> you, you know? And you don't know what he wants from you, whereas yeah. me, I understand what they tell me. But still, it's very hard to communicate because they really want to have conversation. And I'm like, Ete, no. Yeah, no. And actually, um, I always had believed that there are, uh, there's always a way to communicate, even though you are in the country with the weirdest in the most different language than yours, for example, me, that I will be in Asian countries like Japan, China, Taiwan, you know, South Korea, and those countries yeah. where basically I don't, I don't even understand the letters. Um, there's always a way to communicate. I mean, emotions and face expressions and everything, all that that's universal. Everyone can understand that. So <laughs> literally everyone can understand when you're in trouble or when you need help or something. But it's completely like that. It's actually a very interesting part of our relationship because now we're going to start talking about our families because, of course, you're going to see our families, they don't speak English. So, no. No, well, mainly Sam's, Sam's family because with me, there's a part of my family that they do speak English, but Sam haven't met them yet. But we're going to go eventually there. But the thing is like... Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a moment when it comes to, to having a different language where it's very important and actually it's very valuable when someone starts putting a bit of effort in learning the, like each other's languages. Because the thing is like you try to communicate with that people that they can communicate with you. For example, me, if you ask me like, oh, Feli, why are you trying to learn Slovenian, such a hard language, such a different language. And it's not it's not to talk to Sam in reality, because Sam and me, most part of the times, we're, we're speaking English. It's in order to be able to communicate with Sam's parents, Sam's family, Sam's cousins, and like that, you know, because I need to, because at some point, of course, I mean, I already know them, but at some point, I seriously need to communicate by myself and not having the you know the need of having Sam always next to me to continue translating and translating but that you know that's gonna take us to another part of this episode that is actually very very interesting and important is like the real struggle with our families regarding the language for example we're gonna talk about this um let's talk about and explain a bit to people so they know What's the real struggle of, for example, you when you need to spend time with my fam with my family or when I need to spend time with yours? Um, so the thing is with Felipe's mom, I always speak in English because um, she knows how to speak in English and she she wants to speak English with me because she that's how she practices. 
But the real struggle. She loves to. Yeah, but the real struggle comes when I need to communicate with Felipe's dad or with his like rest of his family, the one that they don't speak that much English, and it's like. I understand them and everything. It's just like um, I'm too shy to speak Spanish and to answer them. So I'm always like waiting for either Felipe or his mom to be next to me in order like to express myself in English and then they can translate. Um, so it it's struggle because like I know sometimes I'm, I mean... I know they won't be there always and eventually I'm gonna need to speak. It's just like I need to get um, my mindset that my Spanish will never be perfect because I'm not a native and I can I can put an effort to speak more with them Spanish. I know that. So, yeah. What I've told her for a long time is that <laughs> my Spanish is not even perfect and I'm a native speaker. The thing is like we're never gonna be like a perfect native speaker because even for us for native and for you guys in your native on your mother language you're not gonna be a perfect you know like literally it's not gonna be perfect because we always always gonna have problems with I don't know pronunciating like a couple of words even in our own language so it's normal it's completely normal no, the thing is I like know. Yeah, I think, like, the most important part is, like, trying and believing that, it, okay, it doesn't matter if my accent is weird, doesn't matter if I don't <laughs> like how it sounds. I mean, telling you this, because this is what Sam, Sam always tells me, it's like, I don't like my accent, I don't like how I sound in Spanish, it's like, baby, seriously, like, if you could hear her, I mean, I will actually ask her kindly to speak now in Spanish a couple of words, but I know she won't do it, so don't worry, no, I'm not gonna I'm ask you for that. <laughs> the thing is, like, yeah, I know, guys, if you could hear her now, she will be, I always tell her that she has the accent from someone from southern Mexico, because that's more or less the accent she has when she speaks in Spanish. But it's literally from someone from Mexico. She doesn't even sound like a, a foreigner or something, which is amazing. But now if we pass to me, um, it's very different. <laughs> Seriously, like, it's so different. I, well. <laughs> also, another thing I want to point out before we pass to you. The thing is, your family speaks Spanish, but my family... They speak two languages. I mean, my parents, they speak Bosnian and Slovenian. And the rest of my family speaks Bosnian slash Croatian. It's basically the same. And there you have problem because the rest of my family, they don't understand Slovenian either. You know, so you have to deal with both of those languages. I know, both of those languages. Actually, yeah, I, I was going to explain that um, a bit later. We're going to ah, talk okay. about it. Yeah. <laughs> But um, that it's very actually accurate what Sun's saying. Like, well, my family speaks only Spanish because actually that's the language the most known here in Mexico is Spanish. Although for your interest, it's not official. Actually, if you Google it and you go to Wikipedia and, and everything, actually <laughs> Spanish is not even official. It's a national language, but it's not the official language of Mexico. We have others. And which one is the official? There's no official language. There's 67 or 68, I think, languages in Mexico from the natives, you know, the in indigenous ah, from people from here. Yeah. Back then. Uh -huh. Exactly. Okay. So if you ask me what's the official language of Mexico, there's no official language. There's There are it national just... languages, but not official ones. 
And the Spanish is the most spoken one. Yeah, Spanish is the most open, popular, and is the one that basically everyone speaks. But actually, mm -hmm. you can go to some parts far away from cities where you can find those tribes. Well, not 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 tribes. They're not tribes, but you know those communities. <laughs> I'm gonna call them communities. communities yeah. Yeah. These people, they don't even speak Spanish. They speak their own language, and you just can communicate with them. Yeah. But oh, okay. um. Very interesting. But yeah, in, in Europe, actually, it's very accurate what Sun's saying. Actually, something I realized in Europe, since all languages are so... I mean, it's from my point of view from someone that speaks, I think is the third most spoken language in the world, second most spoken language in the world, I don't know, that is Spanish. In Europe, there's so many countries and every country has their own, own language. language. And they're so, in my opinion, hard and different that they they mandatory. It's very easy and very common that you find a European that speaks more than two languages. Why? Because yes. they're forced to speak English. Because, for example, go and ask Samuel and tell her, okay, outside Slovenia, who else speaks Slovenian? Well, no, no one. one. So she's forced <laughs> to try to learn another language that everyone else speaks. But the thing is, like... Um, it's very true. Uh, Sam's family is in over a uh, couple of Balkan countries. So that's true. They speak Croatian, they speak Bosnian, they speak Slovenian, they speak different languages that, in my opinion, they sound the same, but actually they are not. I mean, Croatian, Bosnian, Serbian are basically the same languages, just with a couple of words that are different and accents that is the same as you would say, like Spanish from Spain, Spanish from Mexico, Spanish from Colombia. Yeah. And, At the end, yeah. Is, yeah, it's it's Spanish. But Slovenian is different from those languages, actually very different, more or less. Yeah, well, I'm... It's, um, I always try to, well, I always link it, for example, with what will be, like, if you compare Spanish with, I think, like, the Portuguese is the most, I don't know, likely to be, like, Spanish. I mean, it's not that we can have a whole conversation with someone that speaks Portuguese, but we can have a conversation where we get words. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah. in Italian and French, it's just like Italian and French. I, in my opinion, they're a bit more different than Portuguese. Portuguese, I think, is like... I even I've never studied Portuguese, and I can read a paper, a document in Portuguese, and get maybe the fifty percent, sixty percent of what it's talking about. So it's about. more more or less like that with Slovenian and the Balkan languages. More or less. So yeah. So if you can say like, even though I, if one day I really hope and pray that I can learn Slovenian <laughs> properly, <laughs> I'm gonna still struggle. For example, with uh, Sam's family. For example, with the part of Sam's family that live in Croatia that I know that she's very attached to, she loves them very much, and they're very kind people. I I only had met her cousin, one of her cousins, and she's really nice. But still, you know, like I'm learning Slovenian, and then comes the cousin that speaks Croatian. Is <laughs> like okay, okay, so forget everything that you've learned about <laughs> Slovenian and try to learn Croatian. But um, it's very interesting, and that leads us actually to the part of. Um, what was your reaction, okay, when you met my parents for the first time? Also, I'm going to talk about your, my reaction when I met your parents for the first time. Of course, as usual, when you meet your boyfriend's, girlfriend's parents, I was um, nervous. That's completely normal. But I feel like I was even more nervous because, A, they are from a completely different country. I've never been before. 
B, they are from different culture. C, they speak Spanish. Um, I mean, I knew his mom spoke English because Felipe told me, but still, it's just like completely like a whole another world. And I was there. I came from, I mean, we came from the airport. I was already nervous while we were driving from the airport to, to his house. I was like, okay, this is real. What do I do? How do I say hello? And also the thing that we spoke in our previous episodes, Mexicans are very touchy and when they meet someone new, they hug, you know, and kiss. And for, for us, this is not, I mean, we, we just shake hands. And then I was like, oh, no, we're going to have to hug them and all of those things. And yeah, I made a big deal out of it. But then when I met them, it was cool. It was nice. They were chill. They were like happy, smiling, and they were welcoming me very nice. So yeah, it, it wasn't that bad as I expected. No, it wasn't. I remember it was actually the night and they were going to sleep. You remember? Because the thing is like my dad yeah. had to work the next day. Actually, I had school the next day, but it was, she came late that day. I think she came like, at, I think it was like, you're, you landed at 9.30, more or less. Something like that, But yeah. the thing is, like, the traffic and everything, we were arriving to my house, like, around 11, close to 11. My parents were going to sleep, but they they stood awake just to see her and met her because it was the first time she was coming to Mexico. And no, it went very... I appreciate that. Yeah, no, of course. No, I and it was very it. smooth, actually. It went super smooth. Like, even, for example, my dad, that he doesn't speak English, that he does understand couple of words and sentences um actually no he he understands i think it's like whenever we start speaking at normal speed he stops getting so many information he he needs to you know like he needs that we speak a bit slower so he gets all the words but even i think he's like me with spanish because also if you start speaking at your normal speed i lose myself i don't know what you're talking about yeah so i mean that that happens with someone that is not a master in in the language so and that that comes with practice of course but it went very nice actually they they welcomed her my mom of course she she started using all her english she <laughs> she was actually craving for that but it went very nice, I think. And also, like, what about... Because, I mean, we actually in the script that we have, we have also the part that we wanted to talk about our external family, you know, like not only our parents, but cousins, uncles. But the thing is, like, I think, like, the only one that can talk about is, is Sam because me, in reality, haven't met anyone but her cousin. So I think she's the one that has more experience on that. So, for example, how was the first time that you met my my family from here, from the city, because they are the ones that most part of them, they don't speak English. Yeah. I mean, you can also talk how it was with my family. I mean, you met them, but on the video call. How do you feel whenever they say hi to you? Or how was the first oh, well, time? Yeah. I, well, I, I can talk yeah. about that. Yeah. No, but the first time I remember it was your nieces and nephews um, uh, birthday party. And... Yeah, I was super nervous because, like, one is meeting his parents and then spend a couple of days with them because, and then you get used to it, but with the family, like, and then he told me, oh, they don't speak English, just like my family from Tijuana, and I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, it's fine, you know, but yeah, and then also the fact that they hug and kiss and all those cultural things and shocks, I was like, okay, 
but it wasn't that bad. We arrived there and they were like, oh, hi, how are you? And then I actually answered them in Spanish that I'm good and that was it, you know. But now that whenever we go to the countryside, because there is like mostly when you hang out with your family, um, is whenever they have a conversation among them, I'm just there following the conversation because I do understand um, most of the things, but I can answer them because I, of course, I don't understand everything, but also, yeah, my, I, I'm still trying to speak Spanish. Um, yeah, so it's a bit hard. And whenever they ask me, it's just like, um, yeah, I, I say in English and then you or your mom translates. But I do wish that, I mean, I wish that we could speak more, I mean, communicate, but that's up to me because I know they won't speak English and I'm the one who do not know, who does know Spanish, but it's just like, I need more encouragement. You need more encouragement. Guys, she's going to be here in Mexico in around a month and a half. So go to Instagram and tell her in the last picture that she posts, Sam speaks Spanish. Sam speaks Spanish. <laughs> yeah, you need to encourage her too. So please. Thank you. Make me that, yeah, do me that, that favor and go to Instagram, comment the last picture, Sam speaks Spanish. Um, okay, about me, um, it's been a bit harder actually from the part that I, well, Sam came already understanding Spanish. And I arrived understanding zero Slovenian. So um, since the beginning, I actually started investigating even before going and visiting her for the first time and meeting her family, like basic words. Also, I told her to please start teaching me. She started teaching me. So I, I think like by the time I met your family, I already knew the basics. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, well, about Sam's parents, very nice, both of them. They are like amazing, like very kind. Her mom is literally a lovely person, very similar to my mom. Basically, whenever I see Sam's mom, I feel like I'm with my mom only from another country. Because yes. <laughs> they behave the same, they think the same and everything. Her stepdad, amazing, cool guy, happy guy. Um, we share the same passion, passion and love for, for beer. beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my stepdad, he does know how to speak English because he actually learned in school, but he forgot because he wasn't practicing. He knows the words and that, but it's hard for him to put in the sentences. So he's trying with English a bit, you know? No, yeah. Actually, the, the first time I went to see her, I met them. We used to spend a lot of time because it was summer. And we used to spend a lot of time outside, you know, making grills, steaks, um, drinking beer and stuff. Picnic and all those yeah, things. Yeah, like picnic stuff. And her stepdad used to sometimes tell me things in English, you know, like short sentences, but things in English that I could understand. And I used to answer him. And if I knew the answer or how to say in Slovenian, I used to actually use Slovenian instead of English because, of course, I wanted them to see that I'm making a huge effort to to learn such a difficult uh, language. But it's been nice. I think, like, I, I enjoyed, I felt welcome the first time I went. I hope I feel the same, that, of course, I know. I am already feeling welcome with all the things yes, that they're saying are. and buying and stuff. Because <laughs> I'm arriving in two weeks. But, um, yeah, very nice. And actually about, like, the other part of Sam's family, like, you know, like the one that is in Croatia mainly, I met her cousin. We once we were to to Croatia. We went to visit her. 
amazing. I love her. She's very cool. The thing is, like, she doesn't speak any English, but she's really cool. We got to talk, of course, with Sam's help. You know, she was translating from Croatian to Spanish and Spanish to Croatian. But um, Spanish. very nice. English. <laughs> Spanish, English. I'm sorry, <laughs> English. <okay. laughs> um, English to Croatian. And very nice, seriously, very nice. And about the the rest that I haven't met, that I have only spoken on the phone, um, they're so very nice. They always ask me, "Oh, how are you?" That actually is the same because they say "kakosi," that it means mm -hmm. like "how no, are yeah, you." That's it's the, the same. same. Yeah, it's the same in Croatian and Slovene. But the thing is, like um, in Slovene, there are a couple of different words, but very, very nice. There's just a tiny little detail, a tiny little girl. That oh, she's knees. seven years old. Yeah, she hates me. I mean, no, I guys, know she doesn't she... hate me. She She's jealous. Yeah, she's, she's jealous because she thinks that I'm going to take Sam away. And she never wants to say hi to me. But the thing is, like, it's fine. She's a child. Come on. So I understand. It's just like I, I'm always kidding about, like, your niece is going to kill me. She's going to nah, choke oh, me. She's, she's gonna... not that extreme. <laughs> yeah. But um, in, in reality and in general, everything has been nice. And also that, that led us to a part of the episode where we talk about that it's very important to make the others see that you really um, care about their language and that you are trying, that you're putting an effort because that's very nice. And actually, um, your couple's family is going to really appreciate that. You know, like yeah. they see that you are really trying. And that you're also putting effort Even if you don't don't speak language and you put effort to communicate with them, like let's say you and me with English, but then we both translate, um, that you're still in the conversation with the couple's family. Because, I mean, you could we could be easily just like, oh, I don't speak. I mean, you Slovenian and me Spanish. I, I'm not gonna talk with them because I don't want to because I don't speak the language because I don't understand. And that's not the attitude. I mean, we still try to have a conversation, although with a translator, but eventually we're going to get there. Yeah, eventually you get there. And it's very important. Also, uh, from the part of spending time with your couple's family, I think will be like the most important one because you make them see that you really care, that you respect them, and that you, even if you don't like to be with them, that you um, you try to enjoy the time with them because there's always going to be something nice out from someone, you know, like every time someone is going to teach you something good and you can have a nice time with everyone. I mean, of course, there are some people that it's just impossible to have a, a nice time with, but... Um, <laughs> you know, but that's an extreme case. Yeah, an extreme case. But it's very important you you try to include yourself in the plans. For example, if there's a trip that it comes out from you saying, hey, can I go to the trip? Or, oh, I help you with this. I do this, you know, like being helpful, uh, participating with them and everything. Even though they don't ask you for that or your couple doesn't tell you, oh, come, something you... To make yourself see that you are interested in spending time with them. Because they, I mean, families, they like that a lot. And they accept you because they say like, oh, she or he has accept, accepted us. So let's let's accept this person. 
that's something actually very important and that we seriously suggest you to do always to include yourself and really try to spend time with them. But I, I feel like also is not only you giving the effort, but also your couple's family. Because imagine that they give effort, I mean, your couple, and then his or her family is like, Oh no, we're not. We're not gonna spend time with him or her. Also, they need to show interest. Doesn't matter if they don't speak the language. They're from different country, culture. Could be also from the same. You know, you have people from that speak same language. They're from same country, and the family doesn't show any interest. It's like it's mean. I mean, it's not. It's rude. It's not nice. So I feel like also the family needs to show interest and say. Oh, we have this trip. You can invite your girlfriend, boyfriend, or we have a family picnic. Invite your boyfriend, girlfriend. You know. Of course, no. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually very important. That's actually something that we were talking about. I don't know how many episodes ago. That it's a fifty-fifty. You know that it's from your part, but also it's from the other's part. And also, when we're talking about family, of course, it's very important that your family understands that now you have a couple. And that it's not not only you anymore. I mean, you come always. It's like a combo, you know. I always like to say it like, like that. Combo, yes. you, you are like a combo. <laughs> so if you go, most likely your couple is gonna go. Of course, there are a couple of things that maybe your couple can't go, or it just like doesn't go. But the thing is, like, it's always also as Sam was saying, it's part of your family. Your family has to also welcome the person, has to accept the person. Um, respect mainly the person so it's a 50 50 always as we said in as, as you mentioned in previous episodes is a 50 50 and also we, we said okay the family doesn't have to like you or, or if you don't feel comfortable with the family you don't have to like them no one's forcing you but at least respect each other i feel that's very important so yeah one of the most important things actually and i think that was it guys um so far that's what we had prepared (laughs) yeah and we are very happy we really wanted to talk about this topic when we were uh writing the script and everything we got excited we were like oh it's gonna be a nice topic it's gonna be smooth and everything and so it went like that so we are very happy we are incredibly grateful guys for all the support thank you for all the nice comments about last week's episode with pow uh, we are very happy that you liked uh, the episode, that you like the way she's speaking, because it's been already a couple of people, maybe not in comments, in public comments in, on Instagram or stuff, but they at least they have told us, you know, personally. So thank you so much. We, we're very happy that you liked that episode and believe us, we're going to start having guests more often here on the, on the podcast. But seriously, thank you so much. Yeah, guys, also thank you from my part. And as we said, in case you didn't listen to last week's episode, you go and listen because um, she gives really good advices. And yeah, she was just amazing. And also thank you for listening this week's episode. Um, We like the topic and I feel like it's a cute topic when you discuss your family and your couple you know, it's a, it's a cute topic. It's a really nice topic, guys. Um, don't forget to follow, follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube, to iTunes, to Spotify. 
uh, don't forget to like on YouTube the videos and everything because that's the only way we can reach more people. You already know the Instagram at Lovaladijonas Podcast, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, everything is there. Also in the description of this episode. And email us if you have any idea. Would you like to participate with us? Would you like to be part of this podcast as a guest? Just leave us know on Instagram or on our Gmail. And that's it for this week. And we'll have you back next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Have an amazing day, guys. Bye.